Let's get right to some of our stock picks. Ted, Todd Sohn is with us, Director of Technical Analysis at Stratega Securities. Glad you're with us, Todd. Thanks for being here. Watching these automakers, I think it's exciting. We've heard so much, uh, obviously, about EVs from Ford and their big plans. Um, in fact, when we look today, 52-week highs at or near 52-week highs for Honda, Toyota, Ford, and GM. Um, do you have a favorite among the group, or what is this? these automakers doing right? Hey, Nicole, always nice to see you. I think the message is you want to be involved in global autos really in any sort of capacity. Uh, you look around the world, just as you mentioned, the traditional U.S. ones act great. The Japanese autos are coming out of basically five to six-year bear markets. Europe a very difficult environment for the last decade. And even South Korean autos, Hyundai and Kia, acting well. And I, I wonder if it's, if it's two things. A, we always love when groups come out of these decade-long bear markets, right? That's to us as a change uh, in the way the market is looking at them. And two, I wonder if they're just being repriced here, because when you think about long-term trends, right? Work from home seems to be gaining traction for the most part. And so you just wonder if auto usage is going to continue to rise for a lot of folks rather than typical transportation. But I go back to the charts. We love how all these names are in sync, breaking out to, uh, you know, whether it's multi-year or multi-decade type highs. Uh, Toyota, if I had to pick a favorite, I think is our go-to here. Why is that? What's Toyota? Yeah, Why is Toyota a standout? I think that's the prettiest of the charts. You know, we're we're uh, yeah. we, we we always go back to the technicals on this one, but um, it's a name that has not worked um, in years. It's a very frustrating environment. Uh, you have a pretty good defined risk level. Uh, I'd, I'd forget the breakout area off the top of my head, but you look at that. I wouldn't be surprised you get some sort of retest here, just get how overbought is in the short term. Uh, but that one's yeah. the cleanest out of the uh, out of the batch. You like Tesla at all? Tesla's the exception. This is the one that is not participating anymore. Um, 550 is an important level on top. You crack that, you got another 20% so or so downside in that name. And it's it's been treating like a growth in tech stock. That's exactly what it is. And those names have struggled over the last six months or so. And until they come back on the playing field, I think you want to be overweight these global names and underweight uh, Tesla. But I'm very curious to see if that 550 level holds uh, over the summer okay. months here. That is that is critical support. I want to get to commodities, gold and oil. You have something, a pick in each. Yeah, so let's see. Gold, we think, is starting to work again. We like that. Um, you look at gold ETFs, flows liquidated pretty well. Uh, Newmont has already broken out, so we look at that as a leading sign that gold is going to start to pick back up here. So stick with Newmont in the equity space. And the silver miners are also interesting. They haven't really done anything for the last uh, nine months or so. There's a lot of uh, potential for a breakout there. And then in energy, the environment is uh, pretty conducive for those stocks. They've held up very well over recent weeks. Oil acts well. The dollar's weak. And so we think you stick with the exploration and production names, ticker XOP. That's the equal aid ETF. Uh, we like playing the space equally weighted to limit our Exxon and Chevron exposure, given how influential they are in cap-weighted indices. And so look at XOP. That broke out earlier this week, starting to resume higher here after a... Uh, you know, pretty decent correction I think, earlier in the year. The rebound has been pretty impressive versus prior years. Every time these energy names would rally, they always failed and rolled over and had major corrections. So this is a different change of tone from energy than we've seen over the last six years or so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you had some thoughts on the cruise lines, which really have been 
running. I mean, people had been waiting and investing in this group, waiting for it to come back. And it really is coming back now that we're hearing about some dates to set sail and all that. Is there still some more room higher for all of them? Or is there one name in particular? What's with the cruise lines? That's It's on your radar. I mean, I know we're all jumping to get out of our uh, homes and travel. I, 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 Carnival is interesting. Uh, I mean, they all trade very similarly. Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian. And they've lagged the broader market. There's no doubt they've been laggards here over the last uh, six to eight months. But I think if you're just looking for something timely that's not too stretched, take a look at the cruise names. Um, spent the last few weeks consolidating. They look like they want to resume higher. I guess the risk here is that the reopen trade fails uh, and discretionary continues to soften. But I just think if you're looking to allocate away from things that have run up too much or are off the playing field like tech uh, for the most part, Take a look at the cruises. Carnivals are our bellwether here to to stick with uh, over the uh, next, say, six to eight months. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at the major averages, you know, we see the Dow and the S&P looking up at the second week in a row. At least today we're seeing the Nasdaq breaking out in a nice way, up 1.7 percent just today alone. Um, what's your overall market take? Let's see. So Trends are all in great shape. There's no arguing that. 90% of stocks in the S&P above their 200-day, that's not a condition you're going to get a major top from. I do want to be mindful that there's some short-term momentum dispersion, financials, energy, and REITs still really strong. But then you have tech getting more selective, and it's been selective. You know, We're trying to figure out what are those names going to do here. And you, you mentioned DocuSign before jumping. Let's see if there's any follow through there. And discretionary in certain areas like retail, the home builders have softened a little bit. I just want to be mindful that they're, that that's a sector that's been great, getting a little trickier here. And so it's not the rest of the year is not going to be like 2020 where you go out and buy everything. I think you're getting to the part of the year, the slower summer seasonal months. It's weaker in July that you want to get a little more selective in our uh, in our names rather than just going out and buying it all like we did last year. So still yeah, a great but you market. You did say financials, energy, and REITs look very good at this time. Those are the strongest right, in our world.